Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, the MILF Magnet Mozzie. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that one today. <laughs> how, uh, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm good. Apparently you're doing well also. I'm, you know, just being there for people and for everybody. Because, you know, that's that's what life's all about. You know? <laughs> yeah, when I when I was pondering what to use as like my modifier, like or my mozzie fire, I should say, um, mm, I remembered mm. you know the text earlier. I'm like, you know, this is an alliteration. It's perfect. He will it's not perfect. be ready for this too. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, it's been a heck of a day, I would say, for the I don't know entire COVID fearing world. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were supposed to have two games Saturday. We now have one. Uh, those other two games have been flipped out, right? Or is one of them the, still the original? So we've got the Browns game that was going to be the first Saturday game is now on Monday. Okay. And I'm not sure how the Monday times are yet. I, I thought I saw they were both at 7 or some shit. I don't know. One was at 5. I think the Browns game was at 5. Oh, sorry. The Monday games are like 5 and 8. And then I think the Tuesday games are both at like 7-ish or something. Because we now have... Um, Washington and Philly on Tuesday, and Seahawks and Rams on Tuesday. It's so. just a whole fantastic fuster cluck <laughs> that we yeah. cannot wait to get into with you. <laughs> yeah, but both the Tuesday games are at seven, so that's interesting. Yeah, I are they gonna eh. change that? I, I don't they don't want to compete with themselves. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's gonna work. It says they're both on Fox. I guess Fox had both those games that just kind of got fucked, and so your area is what you're gonna get. I don't know. Ooh. That's but, a big oof. Yeah. So, yeah, real, real rough times here in the NFL and NBA and, you know, the world with COVID and the Omicron variant. I saw someone called the Omarion variant. And, like, uh, it was basically, <laughs> like, like, the Omarion variant chasing me around. It was a video of him, like, dancing in a music video all slick. It was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, I just got my booster today since I'm going to Florida next week. I'm like, you know... I should, probably, I should prob- <laughs> Pro- probably a decent plan. You know, when you go to Florida, it's best to get every vaccination you can, just yeah. in case. But don't get it in Florida, because you don't know what's in that syringe. <laughs> <laughs> Florida man. Florida man. So, alas, we can kick off with our um, Saturday night yeah. game, which is still in place. I think it'll remain in place. Patriots at Colts. Mm-hmm. This is one... I'm still torn on, and I think we'll probably... I think we're kind of hinging on the same thing here with uh, Ryan Kelly's status. He is questionable this week. so Yeah, that's when kind your of a, center that's a might one. miss, that's huge. Uh, and never to be understated for any team. There, yeah. are a lot, there are some teams that have a good backup center, but most don't. And mm. Ryan Kelly is a probably the second 
best linemen on that line, <laughs> um, to be completely frank. And if he's out, that that's pretty bad, especially against, you know, teams like the Patriots. Yeah, like, you know they're going to fuck him up if the center's out. And that that, kill, that hurts the run game so much. And they went to the Colts, and, you know, Jonathan Taylor's kind of your team. <laughs> you, you really... I uh, need that run game going. So they, our pick's going to pretty much hinge on Ryan Kelly. Um, I don't think he's practiced this week, but linemen tend to, you know, play despite not practicing more than receiver skill positions because, you know, they're tough as fuck. Yeah. Um, aside from that, the other, you know, major injury is uh, Damian Harris. He is now out. And so uh, I have listed Ramondre as a banger. Do you agree? I do. Yep. He's He's going to be the guy, I think. Yeah, I assume so. He's looked really good this season when he's gotten the opportunities too. So I, I'm all on board with him. And it'll I, be the uh, yardage chewer, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, and like the Colts, I don't know what I think of the Colts' defense. I just like have no clue. I think it's very front loaded. I think most of their talent is in their linebacking core and their pass rush. Um, so it doesn't mean you can't run on them. It just means that's the hard thing to do first. It's uh-huh. easier to pass on them. And once you do, then it's easier to run on them. <laughs> yeah, They're not a bad defense. I would say they are, of all the defenses this year, which to be frank, there's not as many good ones because a lot of teams started preparing for the Pat Mahomes era of passing. <laughs> and a lot of offensive-minded head coaches were like, oh, great, we're going to start uh, you know, running it now. So most yeah. teams are ill-equipped for that. I think Indy is one of the better teams at preventing the run. But if that secondary is blown wide open, then they'll struggle with it, too. Blown wide open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, we were just talking about Creed the other two. But, yes, anyway, um, I, I was checking to make sure that the... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Is that even... I think that is. Yeah, that I think so. Like, it's got to be. I mean, when you do it in that voice, I just assume <laughs> it's them. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely... Cool. But, yeah, both these teams are, for all intents and purposes, pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a rare a, thing this week. Yeah, so should, this should be like probably one of the better games of the week. I'm actually pretty excited for this one. Yeah. Um, right now it's a 45 and a half over over under. It is favored by two and a half. So right now we're siding with that. But you know, keep keep a big eye on the Ryan Kelly stuff. Um, I don't know if there's like it's always tough with New England because you know the run game is there, but trying to pick out the pass catcher is you know. The shitty part. Um, <laughs> do you have Do you have any lean this week? Yeah, I would. Uh, well, I mean, they've lost half of their team. Um, <laughs> not like half, but I. I will say I think Hunter Henry is probably the safest of the pass catchers. Yeah, the Colts um, have been rough against the tight end, so like I, my kind of lean was probably Hunter Henry. Right. Uh, I. I mean, picking between Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, and Kendrick Bourne is damn near impossible <laughs> i don't have a lean on any particular way is there one that we've talked about this before is there one that does the slot a little bit more because that's that is something i've noticed with the colts yeah jacoby myers and kendrick Bourne are more or less splitting the slot time amongst the receivers i'm having a little more vibes towards Bourne, but like i said uh the, that is not an ideal situation unfortunately it might be your only situation <laughs> With the amount of people not playing this week, or potentially not playing, um, but yeah, I guess Kendrick Bourne would be my vote. Yeah, he he's been hot lately too. Like, it's, 
something to... It's, t- it's tough with that because, like, oh, you don't want to, like, you know, weigh it too much, like, the recency, but, like, sometimes when you're hot, you're hot. So, mm-hmm. it's well, it's basically, it's sort of a crapshoot is what we're saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I feel most confident that Hunter Henry will be the safest. And then the, the Colts, you know, straightforward, JT, Pittman. Yeah, I've seen a lot yeah. of ESPN articles that are just sort of like, you know, don't start Pittman this week. It's the Patriots. And I have to say, I think that that's a crock of shit, as uh, <laughs> the late, great John Gruden would say. Rest in peace. But, um, <laughs> I look, I think Pittman is never one of those Burnham receivers. He's not one of those, you know, breakout speed and catches him in stride and takes it to the house kind of guys. He's a little bit more of the contested catch. Um, mm-hmm. I still think he, you know, his touchdown you know, percentage is probably lower this game, and Wentz will probably throw a pick or two trying to get it to Pittman. Oh, for sure, sure. But I do think Pittman gets his five to seven catches for some decent yardage. I think he's relatively okay with a floor this week yeah with Pittman it's like it's it's so tough to like figure it out with him just because it's it's I think it's more like game script reliant than you know cornerback matchup reliant with him because like we were kind of concerned in the Rams game but he played really well against like you know the the Rams secondary and I'm looking through it's like oh like you know JC Jackson would probably you know match up decently against him but for sure he's beaten like a lot of good corners this year so yeah, and he's young. He'll get some of those holding calls that J.C. Jackson loves. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> he might be a penalty flag production receiver. We'll we'll see. <laughs> but lot, I think if of, he's yeah, DPI uh, points, I think if he is your flex, then you're probably okay. Or well, I guess not flex because this is earlier. But you know, it is a, earlier. A, a, a down the line option, I should. At least it's say. not Thursday. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. You for anybody that hasn't figured this out. I really hope your flex did not have a Thursday player in it because that's gonna you're gonna need that flex space open as yeah. long as possible. This this is one of one of them weeks. One of them weeks. Just in time for the playoffs too, which is kind of hilarious. Um, oh yeah. But on to Sunday, we start off with Carolina at Buffalo. We both have Buffalo. How? Oh gosh. What? Without looking, what do you think the spread is? Ooh. I would say like nine. Dang, I would have said like seven. Because Buffalo hasn't been doing as well. Oh, it started at nine and a half. It's now up to eleven and a half. Oh my god! Everyone's just rolled out on Carolina. I don't blame them. I still think Carolina has some really good aspects to their team, but I'm more on the. I think Buffalo is going to rear its head here. Yeah the uh, the Panthers were so last week they were missing like multiple linemen, mm-hmm. which hurt a lot. Obviously, like that fucks you up. They're missing tackle and a guard i think maybe one other but yeah they're missing a lot of guys um think they'll have at least one of them back this week yeah they'll have their guard back this week i'm not sure about both of them yes yeah, so like dj moore is questionable michael jordan is questionable huh um mm. probably won't have bouye looks like they'll get one of their guards back so the lot their line was kind of decimated last week so it kind of depends on their line health i think but their offense has been in shambles uh-huh. uh since Week four, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know why I was going to say, like, well, they had, like, one good Cam game, but rule, like, so I thought, I was, like, I thought Cam got benched or was hurt when he, like, didn't finish out the half, but he came back in, 
And then PJ Walker came back in. I'm like, I don't know what. Yeah, they're saying they're, they're splitting time between them, and I don't really understand why. Yeah, like Cam Newton gives you a better chance to win than PJ Walker. Right. I mean, that, let's that's be that's not a hot here. take. I don't think like Cam Newton will still be a better chance to win ten years from now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't want I don't want to like shit on PJ Walker, but no, but he's. he's it's not yeah. like. He, it's not like he throws like a lot better than Cam or anything. Like I could see, like okay, you want someone who's, you know, more like a pocket passer with accuracy. Like you're not really getting that change. You're just getting like some worse decision making. Maybe you know <laughs> a little more spry, but like it, right. it's not a big difference. I would much rather have Cam in there if I'm trying to win. And it makes me wonder like how the players feel about it too. Like that kind of wishy-washy back and forth non-committal like approach to your quarterback is not usually a good thing. Your quarterback, ha- you know, is your your leader. Yeah, I don't like- I don't really like the the whole Cam Newton PJ Walker duo thing. I I say just stick with Cam. Yeah, there there are situations where like I get it. I know we like went back and forth a lot on the two stuff last year like was it good? Was it bad how they handled it? But this isn't that. You're not they're not developing a young guy. They're just no. You know. If I um, could see it with one team, I would like to see it with, like, the Niners because Trey yeah. Lance brings a very different dynamic to an offense than Jimmy Garoppolo does. Uh-huh. You know, you, even if he only plays, like, five snaps a game, they could be incredibly, incredibly key snaps for the victory of the game. <laughs> yeah, this this one, you're, like, you're just adjusting some sliders, like, a little bit between the two of, of <laughs> their quarterbacks. Right. So, um. We finally saw Robbie have a good game last week, but I think mm-hmm. partially because DJ Moore left, so I guess you know that's important. Obviously, um, yeah. But I just I just don't see them getting much going if they struggled against Atlanta, yeah. right? Like I think that's I think that's the yardstick. Like we saw right. Atlanta beat them, <laughs> and I also so. think Buffalo is going to come out firing. Like okay, a lot of people are down on Buffalo this year. I think it's a little bit overstated. They're not a bad team. They're just the same team from last year, um, like literally. <laughs> but they had a really shitty, you know, button-mashing loss against the Patriots. And then they follow it up with a road game against Brady in Tampa Bay land. So, like, they have two L's, and I'm sure that really sucks. They're 7-6, and six, and I, I really think that they're going to take out some frustration on this game. If Jalen goes off, I will not be shocked whatsoever. Yeah, like I'm looking through the Bills game logs, and I know before the Chiefs game, we were kind of leaning Bills, but going back and forth, we're like, oh, their schedule, you know. They right. crushed some bad teams, and then they proceeded to pretty much break the Chiefs for a bit. Like, Yeah. And then like, the close Titans game, the random Jags loss. like the But the, like aside from the Jags loss, like they their losses have been, you know, to respectable teams like the Colts and obviously yeah. the Pats and then like the Bills and OT, like sorry, the Bucks and OT like it's not like they're getting for the most part creamed by like you know teams they shouldn't be getting creamed by or anything right and then you know they finish off the year versus the Falcons versus the Jets they have the Panthers here they kind of need these three wins Panthers Falcons Jets because they get the Patriots again uh-huh. if they were to lose that it's in Foxborough it's not you know I don't want that to happen but it is in Foxborough then they would be ten and seven. Yeah, but yeah, they they really need these other three non-Pats games. I yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be that whole that whole spread. That's a big spread, but like it's a big spread. Yeah, I think we'll see. You know, 
a lot of those deep looks to Knox and Gabe Davis. So I put them both in here because they kind of fill not the same role, but sort of like when the Bills are generating big plays, those two will be involved. I, I'm, I'm kind of replacing Gabe Davis into Sanders because I guess, you know, yeah. replacement role on that. And Gabe Davis is good. He is good. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like if they hadn't signed Sanders, Gabe Davis would be having probably a pretty baller year. Oh, definitely. He does a lot of the things that Jalen loves in his receivers. Mm-hmm. He can and get like, that 30-yard stretch-out touchdown catch. Uh, and he's been involved anyway. Oh, yeah. So, and t- attacking Carolina with tight end kind of makes some sense anyway. So, Yeah. But yeah, I'll, going Buffalo. If you're doing a parlay and you're like, what teams can I add on here to make my parlay larger that I still feel really confident in, this is one of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm looking through. So Carolina's not really like, played any tight ends <laughs> pretty much because like they played the, the falcons with Pitts and he's had one fine game but they've not really faced any teams that like they've not faced any stud tight ends like dalton schultz had a good game against them in week four uh, but i mean they're so their tight end defense is a bit skewed for carolina so i yeah i'm not really concerned about their how their numbers may appear yeah i think when they played arizona wasn't that Ertz's first week traded I don't think he could um, play, or maybe he could play, but it was his first week with the team. Yeah, he got four for forty-six that week. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll see if it continues. But I, I like Knox here, as I assume you do too. I know you yeah. love Knox in general. Love so it. we move on to Arizona at Detroit. Um, another huge spread game. We are currently <laughs> at uh, twelve and a half uh, point favorites. Arizona's a banger. That uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote Netflix in the stream for. <laughs> two reasons. One, you know, you just go watch Netflix instead. And two, apparently Craig Reynolds' nickname is Netflix. You told me about that. Yeah, I guess he was like, he was like watching Netflix or something when they call it or whatever. I'm not sure if that's it, but. Right. He's got the nickname, and I just assumed that was the connection, but he's. Dan Campbell just calls him up. What are you doing, man? He's like, I'm watching Stranger Things. Or Netflix, <laughs> you want to come play for the Lions? And that's how it started. <laughs> well, I've got something stranger for you. <laughs> no thing uh. <laughs> oh god but yeah he was the guy last week i was you know i, I was texting you like you know you think it's gonna be godwin igwin oh god ig igwabuke there we go i was close i just couldn't remember how it went but godwin <laughs> where, did the, where did the consonants go yeah or um <laughs> him or jamar jefferson uh, the latter is nowhere to be found but it was just craig Reynolds' day and it yeah. sounds like he's getting the first team reps and they're not really banking on Swift or Jamal Williams being back this week. So, right. like, I know they're going to get smashed, but, like, he's going to get the attempts. So, I think he falls into stream category. Yeah. So, I mean, Detroit has actually played Arizona pretty well in their few matchups that they've had. But yeah. I have a really big problem with Detroit this week, and it's that they don't have Hawkinson. Hawkinson yeah, will be just dead. out for the rest of the year. And Hawkinson, he's not just Gronkinson. He's also Blockinson. Uh-huh. I think... The Cardinals' defense, if available, is one of the best options this week because that's your edge guy gone. Yeah, they're I they have some available. backup tight ends, but they're you know Brock Shane, Wright, I think his name is Shane Zilstra. You know, <laughs> oh gosh, I was like, I'm looking through the Arizona receivers right now, and I was like seeing the matchups. I'm like, you know, they kind of all have good matchups, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think we're gonna see AJ Green have a really strong finish. There like, we go. Without, like, I mean, without Hawkins, he's their outside guy because it's like they don't want to move Rondale Moore anywhere but, you know, 
behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> and then yeah. Christian Kirk's a deep threat, but he plays mostly slot. And yeah. so it's going to be like fucking Antoine Wesley on the outside or some shit. So I, yeah, I think like AJ Green's going to be the premier outside receiver, which, you know, if I said that, you know, three years ago, you'd be like, well, duh, of course. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> it's so. 2021. That's not a sentence that we should be saying. And yet but, here we are. Yeah, AJ Green season. But yeah, Arizona in general, banger. Just keep an eye on the running back situation. If they're both in, I think they're both in play. Yeah, um, I also take uh, Ertz is doing all right, right? Yeah, like I, I'm fine with anybody from Arizona here. Yeah, they, they have like a huge implied total. It's the Lions, you know. Yeah. Thoughts some fun. Hey, Detroit got their win. I'm so happy for them. Yep. Thank you, Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> so next up, we've got the Jets at Miami. Um, yeah. <laughs> pick a Miami. Yeah, I am too. Miami's on a bit of a hot streak. Yeah, they've been, they've been balling. Uh, Tua's been playing really well. Um, they are going to be missing Waddle for this one. It seems like he's on the COVID list. Um, but they do they they did get Devontae Parker back recently. Um, right. Still have him, Preston Williams, Robert Wilson, Matt Collins. They still have Gasicki, of course. And uh, I don't know if I put it in here, but Gasicki, I love this week. Um, so he plays a lot in the slot anyway, and. The times he's not in the slot, but this is rhyming a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, was a good one. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, uh, but the times he's he, he's not there, it's usually Waddle, and okay. so like Waddle being gone and not picking the slot, like he, I feel like it's like he's just gonna stick in the slot almost the whole time. Yeah. So. And he should. <laughs> uh, the Jets. So Bryce Hall will probably be on Devonte Parker, which is actually a little bit scary. Uh, if you're tr- if you're thinking of starting him, Bryce Hall's the one good bright spot of the Jets defense at the uh-huh. moment. Um, he has shut people down, which is crazy to say. <laughs> but ever since Marcus May went out, the Jets tight end defense has been abysmal. Uh, so yeah, even if Gesicki's not in the slot, and I think he will be a lot. God, <laughs> I think you're in a good spot. <laughs> Damn it, to take. Kasiki, I think uh, that's probably yeah, probably the best you've got. <laughs> <laughs> so give it a shot. <laughs> oh god. Um, so aside from him, yeah, we talked about Parker there. Uh, Gaskin is apparently off the COVID list now, okay. and he gets the Jets. It's you know of course the Miami running game, but like the Jets have, you know, just really. Been dirty slots giving it up against the running back position. Oh, yeah. They are beat the fuck up, and they weren't even that good before. Um, Their defense is... Honestly, the Jets' entire roster is really decimated right now. I think they were missing 22 starters, and that has not improved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... So, Yeah, so I'll take Tua, I'll take Gaskin, I'll take Kasicki. I think all of them primed for a good day. Yeah, I, I I was torn on casting because like last game he got 23 carries but only amounted to 89 yards. He got a receiving Sounds touchdown, right. which kind of saved his day. But like I'm if he doesn't get a something touchdown. similar, I don't think he'll get a lot of chunk yardage on the ground. But I think receiving wise, with Waddle out, yeah, that's, that's true. Some extra passes coming his way. Uh, and uh, speaking of running backs catching passes, we've got Michael Carter who's expected to come back for the Jets. Woo! And Salah's already said he's going to be playing a large role. So he was probably so happy when he found out, like, thank God, someone, (laughs) please. Yeah. Getting Michael Carter back is huge. He, I like, I put him as a stream, 
but I think in full PPR, he might just be a banger. So he's, uh, I was looking through like prices this week and stuff. And like on DraftKings, he's like dumb cheap. So I'll probably just end up locking him in. Yeah. So yeah. Pretty neat. Especially with their wide receiver room looking as it does right now. Like they have, they have to throw to him a lot. So because they're not throwing to Mims. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's going to be Crowder, Barrios, and Michael Carter, so... Yep. Oh, Braxton Barrios! Yeah. <laughs> get, you, get you a bowl of Barrios. Get you a bowl of Barrios every morning. <laughs> I'm sure that's what Bill does. <laughs> so, uh, next up, we've got Dallas at the Giants. My brain keeps, like, thinking this one should be postponed just because, like, oh, Washington Phillies postponed. I'm like, NFC East, postpone NFC it. East. Which I think we can usually just postpone that division eternally. Um... <laughs> They're in purgatory. That is one (laughs) hell of a division. Yeah, so CeeDee Lamb is on my list of, you know, like, he's not, I'm not saying he's my banger of the week, but he is up there on the list of guys who are in the running for my receiver banger of the week. I don't know how they're planning to stop him remotely. I also think Zeke is good to go now. Like, officially, he looks (laughs) completely healthy. Um... I think those two in Dak should be your focus for this game, and that's it. Like, between both sides of the football, <laughs> Dak, Lamb, Zeke. Yeah, especially I, I, if uh, yeah. if Pollard's out, too. Like, if, if Pollard's right. in, I'm not as excited about Zeke, because, like, you know, they'll probably keep they'll, him limited. Yeah, eat each but, other's reps. Uh-huh. Because, like, la- like, last week, he didn't have to do much. <laughs> so, like, Pollard was out, and then, you know, they just got all these defensive... And if and you are absolutely fucked in every sense of the word, then you might even want to grab Corey Clement. <laughs> you know, there's a chance he ends up... In the end know, zone? Yeah. yeah. Well, I see, he, he, there's a chance he ends up, you know, valuable at some point, like if Zeke goes down. Yeah. But, eh. And, you know, like, COVID can happen, obviously. And random guys can yes. be valuable. <laughs> As so, like, that's, all, That's the big part of it. <laughs> but, giant side. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's real tough. It's real tough and gross here, man. Let's see who they got. They've got Mike Lennon. Um, uh, Saquon is coming oh, okay. back. I mean, yeah, he, he's. I mean, he's been back. I think he's. he's right. been Yeah, he's been the main guy for a couple of weeks. Not running back. I think he's been getting like all the snaps. He'll he'll be good to go. Yeah, because like his first week back, he didn't get much to get many snaps, but he's been carrying the load. Obviously, last week turned into a blowout, so he didn't get full gamut of snaps but uh their line is still bad uh-huh. it's a little better they no longer have to start ben bredesen ben bredesen ben bredesen owner of the bread zone bredesen it makes me uh, think of um like one of the south park things oh i can't remember the name they make fun of like that like oh like, i'm scott malkinson there we go that one <laughs> anyway continue <laughs> it's it's a little better their o-line is a little better andrew thomas on the left nate solder on the right Billy Price is apparently still starting for them, so he's at center. Uh, guards are a little weak still. They're still missing Nick Gates, that is. But, you know, it's it's improved a little bit. I wouldn't be shocked if Saquon was okay this week. Um, but there's not a whole lot that I want from the Giants' side of the ball here. Uh, man, I we're, you're talking about hedging your playoff hopes on the arm of Mike Lennon if you're taking a receiver for the Giants oh, no. here. <laughs> I'm going to call him Mike Lemons. You're going to be sour about it. Mike Lemons. Like, I, would you feel 
good. I would feel so stupid if I started a receiver for the Giants and Mike Lennon was the quarterback and they didn't do well. I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Yeah, I would have to be pretty low, like low down. Like I'm trying to think what the barrier would. I, you know what? This is okay. This is our game right now. Um, <laughs> I, I guess it's gonna be like where where would you start a Giants receiver? I guess we'll stay say Sterling Shepard. Maybe yeah. I guess he's probably like the. You know, with, with Mike Glennon, I would assume Sterling Shepard's probably the favorite. Probably, because, I mean, Trayvon Diggs is going to be on Kenny. Yeah, so we'll say, okay, we'll say Sterling Shepard. So, like, my brain went Gabriel Davis, and I'm looking at, like, projections, <laughs> and I'm like, they're projected back-to-back. Like, I'm like, I would start Gabriel Davis Gabriel Davis over Sterling Shepard. I assume, I, th- I figured you're probably with me there. Oh, yeah. Um, What about Kendrick Bourne or Sterling Shepard? Oh, Kendrick Bourne. Um, oh, let's get frisky. LaVishka Chenault with uh, Urban gone. Uh, that's what's intriguing. On any other week, I would say not. But <laughs> it's Houston talking. with no Urban, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's against Houston with no Urban. I am 100%. If I'm screwed, I'm gambling on LaVishka 1,000%. Yeah. Would you rather play um, a Jets receiver... Like Crowder or Barrios, or would you play Sterling Shepard? I think I would start Crowder, but that's the one that I would, the only. One <laughs> yeah, the 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 Jets the Jets one gets a little little iffy there. Um, so yeah, how about mostly because the way the Dolphins secondary is set up, Crowder has the most opportunity. I think to get away from some of the good the good corners there, even mm-hmm. though Barrios does the slot too, but Crowder's also just a good receiver yeah okay what about so robbie if there's no dj moore i would assume robbie but if dj moore is in would you take robbie or sterling shepherd i think there i would probably take shepherd yeah that's where it gets kind of close but we're down into like the you know 40s and <laughs> 50s of guys here right so what we're saying is i hope you're not that fucked I um, hope you're not that fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my one, I guess one thing to point out here before we move on is on Yahoo, which I've been playing a lot lately, as I've mentioned, you know, they have that wonderful contest that is the guaranteed overlay. They just pump 200,000 into it, basically as like their marketing to get people onto the site and playing other contests. This is that. Um, Saquon Barkley is very cheap. He is, I believe, $15. Um, your cap is 200 and I want to see who's uh, in that range. So let me pull up these prices. Saquon Barley, so he's sixteen dollars. Um, you've also got AJ Dillon at sixteen dollars. That, that's you know that's also reasonable. But like Dontrell Hilliard, sixteen dollars. Chuba Hubbard, sixteen dollars. Jeff Wilson, seventeen dollars. Like you've got you know Melvin at twenty, Miles Gaston at twenty-one. But yeah, like Saquon Barley is sixteen dollars. Where you know you you're pretty much asking for sixteen points at that rate. You know, maybe right. 20. I, f- I feel like that's just, you know, super freaking low, even with Mike Lennon in. Like, he got 17 last week. So, yeah. That's just one I noticed. And probably popular option there at that price. But alas, you know, had to throw it out there. I want to do that this week. Yeah, that's, that's that's where I've been playing most of my money the last couple of weeks. If I are the main slates. Just because anything you do, like strategy wise analyst like you know anything you know in that realm is only get you so far but like when you're offered like such a better contest it just helps so much with you know 
accruing money through DFS. Which I think if we were talking about DFS strategies, if you're trying to do a daily lineup, you know, try and play the odds there. Your best, the the first thing you need to do is pick the right contest. Yeah, That is 100% every amateur rookie move. And that's why a lot of the times I think people win the first time they enter and then not again for a while is because they end up picking a good contest and then they look for other ones. It doesn't work out so well. Yeah. So make sure you're in a good contest. Do a little research on the good ones to enter. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great contest enter, the Yahoo's. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just do, do it. it. That's, Just do know. it, Morty. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where my money's going. Um, <laughs> so anyway, moving on to Tennessee at Pittsburgh. This one, Another game that would be so good if everyone was fully healthy. Yeah, because uh, sorry, Dallas was a ten and a half point favorite, so a lot of big favorites. This one's a pick'em right now, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. You started with Tennessee as a favorite. Um, actually, no, I see. Sorry, pick'em one place. I'm seeing Pittsburgh as a one point favorite. Uh, now it's consensus. So either way, super close. Uh, I see you're leaning Pittsburgh. I think I might end up there, just kind of depending. <sighs> On I'm any not, sort of injury news, but the thing is, I'm not really sure. I think <laughs> Tennessee matches up okay against Pittsburgh, um, at least in their trenches. Here's yeah. the problem: um, I I don't love picking Pittsburgh here. I think Tennessee has an underrated pass rush, and Pittsburgh O line is donkey do, and Ben Roethlisberger is completely immobile at this point. <laughs> yeah. You had a better game at the end of last week. You yeah, know, he's at the, been at the end. He's had like a lot of good fantasy games in a row lately, which is hilarious. He does this. Roethlisberger loves December. <laughs> he likes it cold. Tightens him up. Um, I just, I, I have a really hard time picturing the Titans offense getting going with their receivers. Yeah. And that's kind of this, the, you know, the skinny of it. Yeah. You've got to shut down Julio and that's, that's it at this point. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes it like tough to pick them. Like, if they can get the running game going, then, you know, like, four, like, so Foreman actually put in as a banger, which feels weird. Yeah. But I think, you know, versus expectation banger. But honestly, he could just do really well because the Pittsburgh run D is garbage. It's bad. So it's been awful. So, <laughs> like, he's he is there running, running back. And, yeah, so I like him. He's pretty much the only Titan I have much interest in, which is kind of weird. Uh, with Pittsburgh, is this one's tough because... They, I feel like this game will stay close, which I, is not a hot take at all. Like, Vegas predicts right. that. And if the game's close, Pittsburgh going to try to run. But I don't know how well that'll go, given the Tennessee defense. And so I'm worried, like, are we going to get Pittsburgh doing their, you know, frequent bullshit where they, you know, try to run and it doesn't work and they eventually start passing. But it's sometimes too late, sometimes soon enough. And, you know, probably should have been too late, you know, in a couple games that they pulled it out, right? Because their defense, but it's <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, like this and is so a pretty gross one. Yeah, like if if they come out passing right away, like they could easily just run away with this, which is weird to say, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I also think the Titans are way worse than their record implies. They are nine and four. Yeah. They have they're worse the, right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they have one of the best records in the NFL, and their roster right now is pretty decimated. Yeah, they, they lost started to the hot. Texans. Yeah, <laughs> they started hot, and they also had like an easy schedule. That was one of the things we mentioned in the offseason. But they've also yes. gotten screwed by injuries too lately. So yes, <laughs> the Week 14, 15 Titans are not the Week two and three Titans. It's an entirely worse team. So I think I'm leaning Pittsburgh right now, 
which scares me. But right, yeah, I don't love it. That's like fifty one forty nine lean for me. Uh-huh. Um, I also think the Titans. I'm sorry, but you should have beaten Jacksonville by more. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence threw four picks. Urban Meyer is justifiably just out of his element. They won oh, twenty yeah. to nothing, Great. and that's not enough for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> James, like, <laughs> you have four picks That's on fair. Trevor Lawrence and you put up 20 points. They didn't score the entire game. That's – Ryan Tannehill had 190 yards and no touchdowns. Like, they – the Titans are not right at the moment. They're missing a lot of pieces. They play a team that can actually do things. I think they're in a little trouble. No, yeah, like, I, I feel you. That's, like, I, I think Pittsburgh can sort of put them in their place. Yeah. Potentially. So it's a tough call, but I think I'm Pittsburgh for now, barring something coming up. But right. Deontay should just have a hell of a game, right? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's really good. I'll give Third you a fryer move, too. Suck. I'll give you Ooh. another fryer move. The mooth. The mooth of Luth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I heard that from the fantasy footballers. I'm like, that one's great. I love that one. That's wonderful. The mooth is Luth. My gosh. But you're like, Part of me wants to be like, are we going to get a Claypool week too? But I don't know how he's going to, like, I don't know how much he's going to play this week after last week. Like, I think I think he'll be fine. Yeah. De- Deontay's just so safe every week and he's much better than all their corners. So. <laughs> so I do want to mention, before we move on, we talked about this before we recorded. Ray Ray, Ray McLeod, the third. The third. Is playing. I like to say the third. That gets overlooked. He's the third Ray Ray McLeod he's in a row. the third Ray Ray McLeod. Um. He plays the slot role pretty much when he's not there. Like sometimes Claypool will, will drift in, but it's mostly been Ray Ray when they go three receiver. And our guy Buster Screen Door, oh boy, is manning the slot uh, at times for the Titans. There's been some Elijah Molden who's also not good. There's been some Buster Screen, so he's very not good. Yeah, I'm not saying to play Ray Ray McLeod. I'm just saying, you know, it's there. And it, I'm saying if you if you have balls of steel, I, I assume he's a 2x multiplier on Superdraft. That might be the spot to play him if you're like, you know, I'm going to stack Ben Roethlisberger with his pass catchers. I, um, I'll i be honest. I like it. I like yeah, okay. the Ray Ray call. Yeah, I've seen Buster Screen in action for years now. Yeah, Ray Ray's had some like okay games this year too. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the, uh, the Superdraft list here and see like who's, um, who's the one. But anything else in this game? For you, no, like, Titan side. Gotcha. Any interest in, like, Hilliard or... Uh, I would like I it a lot more if they had receivers. Yeah. Because if I'm the Steelers, I just clamp down on Julio and then the run game. And that's it. So, Ray McLeod is 1.95. So, basically 2x. Right. I think that's... What the... Wait. Deontay Johnson is 1.4? What the fuck? F. Okay, so... You can play 1.55 <laughs> Roethlisberger with 1.4 Deontay Johnson and 1.95 Ray McLeod. All right, I've got a lineup started. Beautiful. Um, four is only 1.6, so I don't think that's enough for me to really get in there, but it's not terrible. I'm, well, I will consider him. If and throw I in uh, Boswell. <laughs> <laughs> if they had kickers, yeah, definitely Bozzy would be in there. But okay, I've got a lineup started of Super Draft with those three. So that will be my Ray Ray McLeod exposure for the week. Amazing. <laughs> Throw and, uh, our boy Ray Ray some love. Yeah, Muth is 1.62 if you want to get him involved in some capacity. Ooh, so there we go. Pittsburgh passing is cheap right now uh, on Super Draft. So fun stuff. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Houston at Jacksonville. We've got a rematch. Uh, Houston won in Week One. They kind of 
got the league to put some respect on their name. Right. Uh, like, we're not the worst team in football. Have you seen <laughs> this urban guy? Come on. <laughs> By urban guy, I mean Urban Meyer. Yes. <laughs> he is not an urban mean. guy. <laughs> He's quite, quite the opposite. He's um, suburban. <laughs> so, do you think that Jacksonville pulls this off with Urban Meyer gone? I do. I think they win immediately. I know it's it's a bit of a bold take. I actually think the smart play here is to take the Texans again. Um, but I said at the beginning of the year, Houston would win week one. You did. And yes. then not win it. And then the, you know, Jacksonville would get him the second time. I really think Urban Meyer was a dog shit head coach for this team. And I'm yeah. going to stick with it. I, If you give me Trevor Lawrence and they still have weapons on that team, man, and their line isn't that bad. Uh, I think we can finally look at the Jags as a team again. Uh, Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault, a decent O-line. I I think I'm taking the, the Jags here. I think LaVisca has a good game. I know. I think James Robinson has a good game. If you Okay. Yeah. If you're the head coach coming in to, for Urban this week, which I don't know who it is. Daryl Bevel. Dar- oh, goodness. Okay, yeah, so he, this he, he literally Robinson came out and week. said, like, Robinson's our starter. We're going to use him as such. Exactly. Yeah, what is and, the uh, first thing you're doing? You're saying, all right, what's pissing you guys off the most that Urban did? Oh, he sucked at, you know, player personnel. He, James Robinson wasn't getting touches. James, get over here. You're... <laughs> You're getting, yeah, you're getting 99% of the snaps. Yeah. Even if it's not the right play, make your teammates happy. Make your team happy. Yeah, my only concern is that he didn't practice till today, recording on Friday, uh, as usual, now with all the injury and COVID stuff. Uh, best <laughs> as late as we can do. Um, he did get a full practice on Friday, so I guess he's you know going to play. But you know, I, I don't know who else they will give the ball to. I cannot name... Next, is it Dare? I think it's Dare. It's Dare. Is he the next guy up, I believe. Wale. Yeah, so he, he will get as much as his body can handle this week. Exactly. So. <laughs> and I'm here for it. I am here for the James Robinson, you know, glow up. When you break up with your shitty ex yeah. and you <laughs> finally be yourself, that's the James Robinson vibes I'm feeling. Yeah, there was like in the presser, there said something. I can't remember what it was about Urban, but basically, Daryl Bubble was trying so hard not to like laugh and. Give a snarky response, basically. It's like, oh, God, even Daryl Bevel <laughs> thought you were a clown. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, so he went around. Urban Meyer went around the whole room and to all of his assistant coaches and was like, I'm a winner. You're a loser. I'm a national championship winner. What's your resume say that you should be, you know, even here in the same room with me kind of attitude? There is not a person in that building that's sad. He's. I have a question. Have... Donald Trump and Urban Meyer ever been seen in the same room together? <laughs> I'm the greatest. Okay. Like, yeah, I got those I vibes. Know. So <laughs> It's possible that you slap a little, uh, you know, Cheeto dust on your face and put a wig, a very, a really weird wig on Urban. You might have something here, man. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> So I'll take off my tinfoil hat, but no, I'm, I'm here for the tinfoil. I'll, I'll bring it. Um, so receivers. Yeah. You mentioned Chenault. I think Chenault and Marvin Jones, like this is the week to maybe get on them early. Uh, I yeah. don't expect the con Treadwell and Tavon Austin to be involved because there's not going to be Urban Meyer, like forcing that to them. Right. So yeah, like I think you can just expect the good players to be good this week. Um, yeah. 
Trevor Lawrence will probably still throw a pick because he's Trevor Lawrence, and the Texans have been okay at doing that this year. The Texans have gotten a pass rush this year. Uh huh. It's like the only thing they've done, but they've done that. I don't but know where it's coming from. Oh, wait, who's their? Oh, they've got someone in the middle. I don't remember his name, but once I see it, I'll remember. He's been Malik solid, Collins. It might be him. It's got to be Malik Collins. He's been there for a minute. Yeah, they've got uh, him. Oh, Jonathan Greenyard too. He's been really good. No, a Greenard was drafted last year. I think he's pretty. Yeah, good. he's other young guys up there. Like he got, they got in the third round. And they got but, Blacklock last year too, and I think he's okay as well. Yeah, but yeah, Gr- Gr- Greener is the one I've been thinking of. He's in really solid. Well, Greener pastures ahead for them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. Did you, if you have to throw up real quick, I'll, I'll be right here. <laughs> no, I make a lot of equally bad jokes. Um, so, yeah, Texans side. I, I've seen back and forth on if Rex Burkhead's in, which I, you know... Again, don't know how much it matters. Um, if he doesn't play, it's just David Johnson and Royce Freeman, which I think David Johnson and Royce Freeman are effectively the same role for the Texans. <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're both being used as like third down guys. So if if Rex doesn't play, I think we'll get like you know a fair amount of David Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'd like play him that much, but I think he goes into PPR stream territory. Yeah, with being back off COVID. So because uh, yeah, oh, Royce was only playing when. David Johnson was out, so yeah, I think I think it would be mostly David Johnson there. Jalen Samuels is on the Texans. Really? Yeah. I can't even see him on their lineups. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he he lost the snaps in week thirteen apparently. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Just realize that that's hilarious. Um, Brand- I think Brandon Cook should have a good game. I put him in the banger category because he's good. The Jags aren't. Are not. <laughs> yeah, not they're not good at the defensive stuff. I so I put Mills as a stream, not like not you know super seriously, but not as like a total jokey joke. There's like a little bit to that. I think this is a snowball um, of a game. If the Jags do come out hot and they feel the energy, I think that you're gonna regret having Mills in because then I think the defense might start playing up. But I also think if this is a little more back and forth than Mills, I, I agree, I think. Yeah, Mills did not play much in college, and that was the knock on him. Like, that's why he didn't, you know, yeah. get a lot of love. Um, so he's still, like, learning and growing, but he's had, he's had enough good games or there's something there. Right, he has. I'm actually, I'll be the first to say that I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> he, like, truly. I... I I wasn't obviously gung ho on it, but like I, the lack of experience thing is always like a tough one because like, you just don't know. Yeah, you just yeah, you just don't know. And like he went to Stanford, so it's like you know I've got no clue what this guy can do. Maybe he's just like looking okay as rookie year and he'll suck. But like he had a fine game against the Rams. Like he yeah. was good against he was good against the Patriots as a rookie. Like he, he torched he just them. played well against Seattle. Yeah, like that's <laughs> the thing. Like Davis Mills has done enough that like there's not there's not a quarterback next year that's like exciting the question is are the are the jags good like good enough for him to do well because he's done well against (laughs) he he had 300 yards against uh the patriots the rams and seattle (laughs) those are the three teams he's put up 300 yards against (laughs) meanwhile against the jets he puts up 158 love it you love this did uh oh man yeah i mean but did he play the jets or is that tyrod 
Um, oh, he, he might have played. No, it was the Colts that he played the next week. Yeah, it was Tyron ah, yeah, against yeah. the Jets. So, so but anyway, <clears throat> either yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying he's like amazing option here. But going back to like, like he was cheap on Yahoo. I assume he's got a good super drive mode. This is a d- super flex kind of thing. Like yeah. I might have to fucking play him this week in yeah. our dynasty. In our dynasty league, if like Lamar doesn't play, yeah, so like, don't love don't, it. But if it's there, it's not the worst thing. I, I okay. Like I'm gonna be fa- like I might be faced with Mills or Cam Newton, and I think I would play Davis Mills because Cam Newton against the Bills and not playing the whole game probably like that's yeah. So <laughs> desperation superflex like Mills, I I'm okay with. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I so, think in general if you are stuck between Cam and Mills for some kind of superflex option, I think that's the right call is Mills. I, I I worry about Cam against against the Bills. We've already said that, but I, I really think the Bills have a lot of pent-up frustration. There's Yeah. Really have to unleash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All over. All over. Yeah. They've been blue-balled for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do want to say real quick, uh, more Davis Mills. I think now like you, you could probably still pile low on him in Dynasty right now, like in Superflex. And, I mean, I would consider that because he, like, he might be like, the Texans have more or less said, like, if he plays well, and assuming they don't have Deshaun Watson back, like, yeah. if he plays well, and then I'll drive the quarterback because, like, there's no one that's really that enticing, like, he might be their starter next year. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to yeah. go with who's playing well. It doesn't matter where you're drafted. If you're doing well, you're doing well. At yeah. least the one good thing about Brady is he did do that for the league. <laughs> He's a sixth rounder, but guess what? You're in a Super Bowl, so fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then as of late, like, Dak and Russ, too, mm-hmm. like, more recently, so... But anyway, uh, yeah, enough of Houston and Jacksonville. Uh, moving on, we've got the 4 p.m. window, which is now down to three games. Uh, we got Cincy at Denver to start. We're going Cincy, but I know we you had it. some Denver lean. Yeah, I was- did. The matchup here worries me very greatly. First of all, it's in Denver, and yeah, the Mozzie side of Mozzie and the Muscle is saying, "My God, when you go to Denver, all shit can fucking happen." Uh, which, which worries me. If this was in Cincy, I think I'd be a lot stronger towards Cincy. It's just it's just a Denver thing. They got that altitude. They got that home weird home field advantage. Fucky shit just happens in Denver. But I will not pick Denver here. I won't. I won't do it. I'm taking Cincy. I like two things that are keeping me there. I like... Uh, I like Joe Mixon. I like, well, their run game. I like yeah. Uzama. And I like Uzama. And those are the two that I'm riding on here. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling mixing a lot personally. Uh, Denver's run defense has been kind of suspect like throughout mm-hmm. the year, and then they're missing some guys um, that are I don't, I don't say pivotal to the run D, but that you know are important to their run D. They're going to be without um, Draymond Jones and Kenny Young, um, mm-hmm. a defensive end and a linebacker. So that's not going to help your run defense. Um, the Bengals are also missing some people that are you know you know, helpful to the run defense. So it's going to hurt like with, with Logan Wilson out. Um, the thing about Denver is outside of Chubb and Weatherly, who are more of their outside, like their three, four outside linebackers, their inside linebackers are not that good. Yeah. And so, especially like, with Kenny Young out. Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm like Mixon could have a pretty solid day. Uh, Riley Reef is out, which does concern me for the Bengals, of course, but I, I, I think 
I think they can pull this one out. In a weird yeah. way, like Burrow's time with this team has prepared him for playing <laughs> playing behind a line that can't protect him for very long. So it yeah. sucks, and he will be put on his butt a few times, most likely by Chubb. But uh-huh. I think he can stand in the pocket and deliver it enough to get it done. I thought you were going to say prepare him for the fuckery of playing in Denver. Oh, <laughs> but that well. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, so the uh, the over-under is 40, or sorry, 44 right now. Who do you think the favorite is and what do you think the spread is? I think Denver might be a one to two point favorite. Um, they are three point favorites. Okay. It actually opened as Cincy as the favorite, but it's, it's, it's swung to Denver. It's in Denver. It's it's yeah. just one of those things. They're pretty much getting the home field advantage, and that's it. So, But this is a very big game. I think the Broncos this year were the Colts of last year. They beat the uh, teams that they <laughs> should beat, and they lose to the good ones. I think if Cincy loses this game, they're kind of screwed. Um, because their next few games are Baltimore, Kansas City, and Cleveland. Yeah, so they, they want to make the playoffs. Win. They need this win. Yeah, especially after last week. Ugh, oh, heartbreaker. That was fucking so bungly. You can't um, you can't fault a team for not being able to stop George Kittle. Happened nope. to the Saints. Happens to even the best teams. Kittle is a maniac. Yeah, like li- you, like literally a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you can't fault the Bengals for everything else before that though. Yes. <laughs> oh, the special. Yeah, I was just cracking up at Charlie losing his mind. Um, anything else for this game? I know, like, obviously, like, you know, Denver likes to run. You know, since he's going to be without Ouzier, so there might be some. But, yeah, again, we're crap shoot with the receiver, sort of. Is there anyone on Denver in particular or anyone else from Cincy you want to hit on before you uh, continue? The only thing I'll say is I just, the secondary for the Broncos is very good. So I'm really on Mixon and Uzama. I'm going with the run game tight Uzi. end play. Uzi, big yeah. Uzi vert this game, baby. Getting that vertical up there. Give me, give me Uzama. I'm here for it. I feel, I, you know, I like it. I like it. He, he's had a couple of just massive games. So right, and this is that AFC quintessential Uzama matchup, baby. I'm yeah, here. Yeah. I really think he could be a banger. Ooh. Straight, straight banger. All right, I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, this game though is gonna go by so fast. These teams would like to play. Slowly. Oh yeah, we so, were saying that. Yeah, it's gonna zoom by. It's gonna be the first game done. Yeah, which you know, out of three, but still probably by a lot. No, even uh, for the one p.m. games, they get the three-hour <laughs> head start. <laughs> God, I, I could see Tennessee and Pittsburgh taking fucking forever. Oh God. <laughs> right, like yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, next up we've got Atlanta at San Fran, the Shanahan Bowl. Mm-hmm. Both at San Fran. So Atlanta can't stop the run very well. Running backs, they're usual. Um, AJ Terrell's been playing well, but I think with Elijah Mitchell still out, the Niners have been employing the strategy of using Jeff Wilson to run the ball, but using a lot of Debo running and not much Debo receiving, and then Ayuk as their receiver, and then Kittle has been killing it. So I think they're just going to continue that strategy and probably make it work. Yep. It's, yeah, Ayuk you know, spreads out the defense. Debo is taking handoffs and Kittle's the actual guy getting passes. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if they'd put Terrell on Kittle. I think that's what you're supposed to do is, I mean, quite frankly, right? Like if you have Jalen Ramsey on your team, you probably put him on Kittle. Yeah. Cause like, if not, then you've got a combo of your linebackers and safeties on him, which I don't want. 
No, if I'm Atlanta, they're so beat like, up too. Yeah, like there's a chance they go with AJ Terrell, or they just have him kind of blank out at you. I don't know because of Debo. Debo's been just lining up so weirdly. I don't know if they'd want to not like waste him on Debo, but like right. get him out of the pass game as much. So if, uh, he'll be exhausted by halftime because of yeah. all the different <laughs> places Debo lines up at if he's on him. I think it makes more sense to put him on Kittle there. Yeah, I don't know if I'll end up on Kittle or you, but I think Kittle could you know beat him still, <laughs> obviously. And if he's not on Kittle, the Kittle's gonna ball out again but i've got kittle and debo as the bangers i think jeff wilson is kind of settled into stream territory mm-hmm. off of he gets the running back touches but his touch on equity hasn't been super high yeah. um and i guess by extension i could like guess i'd like jimmy g by extension i don't hate it yeah it's not like wonderful but if i like all these guys i have to like jimmy g yeah but so for weeks i've been talking about kyle pitts uh being overdue for a touchdown I, I haven't updated my sheet yet. He's I assume he's still number one overdue because he's gotten... I, I think, is he at 800 yards? How many yards is he at? He's at a lot of yards already, and he's got one touchdown. Admittedly, Atlanta, not been scoring a lot of touchdowns, but there's there's a point where it's just it's just dumb how many yards you have. So he's at 770 yards. Uh, so 88 targets, 54 catches, 770 yards, one touchdown. Yeah, so he actually has about... What is it? Twenty-three more yards than Kittle, but Kittle has five more touchdowns. Yeah, Kittle like, missed a lot of time. Kittle missed a lot of time too. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, Pitts should have like three or four more touchdowns. It, yeah, yeah, he should have. He should be at five right now, basically. So yeah, he's he's basically four under almost where he should be at. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying he will score this week, but I think he I think this is a good matchup for him because he, he's been lining up. I'll, you know, sort of as a receiver a lot. He's not going in line a ton. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, looking through his, like, alignments. He plays in line some. But they put him out wide in the slot and in line, like, almost evenly. He gets a little bit of slight slot time in favor, but he moves around a ton. So, I think he draws a lot of corners. And so, teams have been using, like, number one corners on him and stuff. But the Niners' corner room is pretty beat up. It's and, getting better, but it's still not great. Yeah. And they've got some pretty bad corners out there right now. So yeah, like Pitts could draw some of their bad corners, and I I don't even know who they freaking have on him. Uh, I mean, it, so you got Quan Williams, and he's their best corner. You got Josh Norman, who's thirty seven. Yeah, he's been getting crushed. And then you have Diamador Lenoir. Yeah, and like Ambry Thomas, and it's like I don't yeah I don't know how they're gonna def- like I don't think they're equipped to defend Pitts at all. Yeah, and. I, I was able to see that you've seen the struggle against some tight ends. It's kind of been hit or miss based on, like, matchup. But they have no way to stop Pitts, I don't think. They have played. So who did they play last week? They played the Bengals. I think Uzi had a decent game. But they've not really faced a lot of solid tight ends. So I think I think we could see Pitts closing on that rookie yardage record a little more this week. And hopefully get some regression in the touchdown category. Which I would love. I would love that, too. He deserves Yeah. <laughs> he has been great. No, he's been so good. Teams have literally just been putting, like, their best corners on him with Ridley out. Yeah. Like, what, you're going to put Josh Norman on him? Come on. <laughs> yeah, like, they... <laughs> I, I mean, they're just going to end up outmatched based on how he lines up. So, yeah. next up, we've got Green Bay at Baltimore. Taking Green Bay. I think even if Lamar's in, I'm taking Green Bay. But obviously, if he's out, Green Bay. I... Right. I, I'm yeah. still probably taking Green Bay if Lamar, if Lamar is in there, but... 
And without him, it's pretty, pretty cut yeah. and dry. We've seen Green Bay's defense you know, pick it up, of course. Like their pass rush has been randomly good now. Mm-hmm. The Ravens' alliance struggled. The Ravens are out of corners, which is what you don't want against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So yeah, I think I, the Green Bay just matches up really well against Baltimore here. If Baltimore was completely healthy, I think this would be an amazing game. But they're an amazing game. Can't. Green Bay is pretty beat up too. Um, they lost Billy Turner, who is their right tackle. Um, they always seem to survive one or two lineman injuries. Yeah, it's just getting multiple at a time. Is uh, when right. Bakhtiari coming back? Uh, they're seeing Bakhtiari. about next week. Gotcha. So. So, they're down yeah. two for this week, but I, I still think they'll be able to manage just because of how hurt the Ravens are. And exactly. Again, if the Lamar Ravens' like defense was not banged up, they would be able to capitalize on that huge, huge, but they're pretty beat up right now. Yeah. So Lamar has not practiced all week. <sighs> oh, uh, man. <sighs> I don't think he plays. I I almost feel like he shouldn't. It's no, yeah, that's ankle. the thing. That's the thing. Like, I don't, like, I think they lose anyway. Right. Like, I would say, as much as I love Lamar, even if Lamar is fully healthy, I think the Packers still win this. Right. Now, if they had so, Marcus Peters and, you know, J.K. Dobbins and their their entire defense, then, yeah, and it's an, a 50-50, then, yeah, he probably plays, but it's it's pretty lopsided. Yeah. Like, they're still leading the division. It's tough because, like, you know, if Cleveland or Cincy win, like, it's going to make a lot tougher on them, but they're still in a spot where they... Like, they can still lose this week and make the playoffs because, like, they play the Ravens again next week and the Steelers again like at the end. So, like, a lot of divisional games. A Rams game, too, is tough. But, like, they, they, they would benefit greatly from this win. But I don't know if I'm the Ravens, if, you know, in a season where everyone's getting hurt, if I want to risk Lamar getting more hurt. Right. So. I, I say take the L and let him rest up, unfortunately. Yeah. I hate, you know, saying that. But uh-huh. you kind of have to. Yeah. But, um. Fantasy-wise in this game, um, t- Tyler Huntley was kind of interesting. Like, his his production was, you know, he, he played very respectfully, and he definitely he earned himself some money and some staying power in the league last week. Yeah. Um, Rashad Bateman had a great catch, right? Yeah, like, Hunt- Huntley just went to Mandrews a lot, too, which is, you know, makes sense. Yeah. A lot of Mandrews, some Bateman. Like, I didn't I did I just realized Bateman had 100 yards last week. Yeah. Yeah, like he, he was had taking a crazy you know, good catch. Yeah, very end of the game. Um, yeah, pretty good. Jair is still out. Uh huh. I'm like, assuming I, we're just it's gonna be more Mandrews. Yeah, and... like I don't think they're gonna get like okay, like they're gonna lose. I I feel like I know I'm, we're predicting a loss. Right. The Packers are currently favored by. Let me find it in here. Shit, they're favored. I'll find it in a second. It's like getting lost in here. Why? Why was it? I was looking at the Vegas odds, and it's like sandwiched between 1 p.m. games. Anyway, they're favored by a touchdown right now. I think that's kind of pushing towards no Lamar, probably. Yeah. I think, like, you're, I, I'm not going to say, like, sit Mandrews, because, like, he's still going to get the ball from Huntley. Um, uh, as far as, like, whether or not to play Huntley, I would say, you know, try not to if you can. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're screwed because you have Lamar and he's out, he might be your best bet. Yeah, because, like, he'll run the ball, too. And, like, yeah. throw to Andrews and Bateman, so... I mean, man, if he gets 100 yards rushing, then you're okay. Man, if Lamar plays, I could totally see him having one of those rushing games here, but... Oh, definitely. It's been a weak point of Green Bay for a while, is their uh-huh. run game, anyway. Their run D, then. Yeah, but... 
last, I think just huge Devontae game here is the, you know, the gist. Yeah. Next up, we've got New Orleans at Tampa. This one's probably going to be a quick one for us. Uh, We're picking Tampa. They should roll. I, this is, it's, (laughs) yeah. I'm not going to say like sit for net, but this is probably more of a like receiver heavy week just given New Orleans' run defense, but. Yeah, their offense is clicking in Tampa. Yeah, they're just um, balling. They're balling, and yeah, Taysom Hill on the other side. Oofa doofa. Um, I put in tam- bangers. Tampa defense. Tampa like. defense. Tampa is getting people back too, which is terrifying. Because um, I saw Carlton Davis last week, and Sean Murphy Bunting has been playing up. I think they're getting Antoine Winfield back at least, if not this week, then soon. Um, Vita Vea is back, so it's him and Sue coming at coming Oof, to Taysom right up the oh middle my. there. Oh gosh! Yeah, and unfortunately for New Orleans, this is a divisional game, so Tampa's not gonna take it lightly. They're, oh I think no, they're, they're gonna, gonna be dicks yeah, as always. They're gonna be dicks. They're gonna they're gonna stomp on them. Yep. Stomp, stomp a bay. Uh, yeah. So like, who do you like from Tampa? I don't like anyone from New Orleans. I'm not taking. <sighs> I mean, can you sit come I mean, uh, oh god, yeah. Well, I guess where do we put Kamara? That's like I think that's the only thing we're spending time on here is like where do we put Kamara? I right? don't think you can sit him, but you can't bank on him. It's different in PPR, but not a ton because it's Taysom. Um, he, I know, and whenever Taysom comes in, he eats some of Kamara's value because he just runs it himself on like a QB draw. Yeah. Like if if the uh, if the Rams game hadn't changed, like you would know like about like Sony and like I think I would play a Sony with no Henderson over a Camara here, which sounds fucking bonkers. And like I may be talking you know, crazy talk, but the Taysom Saints are not good for Camara. Like it was what the Jets last week, right? So like obviously he was good, but right. this run is a little better. Yeah, <laughs> a, li- just, a little, just, just, just a bit. So, yeah, it's tough. But I, yeah, if you've got Camara this week in a playoff matchup, I'm sorry. And we're uh, missing both tackles. Oh yeah, that, oh my god, they're fucked. Yeah, they're Ryan Ramchek and Toronto. Oh, whatever, whatever the spread is, it's not enough. Uh, I, I think it's like ten or something. Let me look. Oh, that's way not enough. It's eleven. That's still. I they I think they could still cover that. This is this might be a thirty spread yeah i mean maybe maybe i'll just play game sunday night because <laughs> i don't want to watch Taysom and i don't want to watch the bucks win so like, this, fucking... this, oh my god flex something else into the sunday night i would rather watch atlanta and san fran at least relative roster like comparability yeah they're way closer since he denver hell yeah i would watch that i'll put that yeah. on sunday night way over this one well yeah but anyway on to the monday now doubleheader um, we've got Vegas at Cleveland. So this one is uh, taking Vegas, assuming like you know who all's out, because right now Cleveland has Keenum, Baker, Wills, Teller, Jarvis, Hooper, Ty McKinley, Ronnie Harrison, and a few more on COVID nineteen list. And oh. then Hunt, Schwartz, and Newsom are hurt. Oh. Um, Vegas is only down uh, Trayvon Mullen, Denzel Perriman, and Darren Waller. So they're way healthier, and like you know, if this game were to be played on Saturday, obviously big Vegas. Now, if the Browns get their linemen back, and even Case Keenum back or Baker back, like even if they get their linemen back, it changes a lot. Because like I was super excited about Chubb, and then all the Browns got COVID. 
this isn't even like we can we hardly can even talk about this game because looking through this the browns have at minimum 13 starters currently out for covid yeah it's literally just how many can come back because they're not gonna can't like the nfl has been pretty out of like especially now it's like week 15 like you can't you can't cancel and reschedule at this point i don't think so no if i'm the browns and all these people are out i'm putting chubb in the wildcat and that's it (laughs) yeah like if they are able to get like their linemen back even if it's mullins i would be interested in chubb yes just because of the fact that it, like the raiders run D is really bad chubb is by large margin the best player they've got left like even if they don't get wills if they can get teller back i still have some hope for chubb yeah if they get these one yeah it's just but rough. they need one they need i think they really need teller yeah and wills is still good for it but man yeah. well i just love both um raiders it's you know, Jacobs, Renfro, maybe uh, Moreau, but pretty concentrated there. Cleveland, uh, if, if Hooper is still out, I think Joku's actually worth a look. Uh, Harrison Bryant's been banged up, and if, if it's Justin Joku, um, he's like, you know, not many pass catching options left. It would be, because like Casey Hayward would be on um, Donovan Peoples Jones, probably Xing him out. So. Like, I think Njoku could get a lot of targets, and I, I'm i not comparing Njoku to Kittle, but uh, <laughs> Mullins, hy- Mullins, like, hyper-targeted Kittle when he was, you know, with San Fran. True. So, it's obviously way different because, you know, hyper-target your best player, but it's more of a thing of, like, oh, if I've got an athletic tight end who's running these type of routes, I will throw it to him, and, like, we could see some similar routes for Njoku if, you know, Mullins, anyway. It's, it's a combo of, you know, a quarterback who will take his checkdowns and yeah. his tight ends and his running backs, which also, like, I would not be surprised if he saw, like, career-high like, reception game for Chubb here, too, um, just given the circumstances. So. Right. So I'm not going to say a whole lot of things other than this is a game you got to keep your eye on yep. until the last minute. And this is also a game you can make a lot of money on, depending on who is out, you'll be able to make uh-huh. some lineups with some pretty deep down the roster players that I think might be. So keep an eye on it. You might be able to do like Donovan Peoples Jones and Njoku in lineups and do pretty well job, obviously, but they start getting some people back. Um, you just have to some wait. People's- EPJ. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. Tough one to talk about. Um, next up, we have Minnesota at Chicago. I think I'll pick Minnesota, but man, I'm not sure. Well, it's Minnesota, so they can lose any game and win any game. Um, yeah. Well, well, that's for true for a lot of teams, but it's very, very true for Minnesota. <laughs> I just, I, uh, Chicago's secondary is just so bad. I simply cannot bet against the Vikings' passing game. <laughs> no, I, I feel you there. It's, it's yeah. been the tale all season. I mean. Uh-huh. Now they don't even now now they don't even have Artie Burns is out again so you know, Artie. it's like Artie now it's <laughs> Kendall Vilder and Jalen Johnson I don't know uh, um yeah Kendall Vilder kind of sucks so yeah great name yeah not a great corner yeah we I wish wish he were a better corner um but yeah if if the Bears had a Rob this would be a lot more of a discussion for me mm-hmm. um yeah he's on the COVID list assuming he's missing um. Just because even if he doesn't have a good stat line, it's a another good player on the field. Um, and speaking of field, I think Justin Fields has a good day. <laughs> he's been running a lot more the last two weeks, um, last couple weeks actually, and uh, he's been like airing it out. He's looked really good. And Minnesota secondary is garbage, so right. like 
I think Fields to Mooney, like that connection should be just like on lock for this game. Yeah. Um, like if Thielen misses, that changes a lot too. Like it sounds like it's not optimistic for him too. Um, yeah, I I have it in my head that he won't be playing this week, and that could be wrong, but I think I'd be pretty surprised if he did. Yeah. I guess he's questionable now, but he hasn't practiced all week. He is like, a vet. He can he take play. time off and then s- surprise himself. You know, surprise the team and show up. You know, on game day, but it's not looking. Yeah, I, I, I'm very fortunate in our dynasty league where I've got Thielen. I also have KJ Osborne, so I could just like yeah. whoop, swap him in. Yeah, but. Yeah, like just like Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook should just do enough. Like I also right? think this is just going to be a gross game. Um, this is going to be a fucky game, it, right? Yeah, like Minnesota's line stinks, and the Bears' line also stinks. But both teams also get decent pressure, so I think it's going to be close and gross and Minnesota is a six and a half point favorite right now, which is probably about right. Given, but yeah, it's going to be a fucky game. It just will be. I, there's no way around it. Like, the sh- like a showdown for this game. Oh my lord, would be just impossible to Imp- predict. Which kicker is gonna miss the game <laughs> first? Like, you you could literally like just play fucking Yahtzee and pick your lineups. Like, I just <laughs> act- actually just totally random. Like lineups will probably be your best bet with how <laughs> fucky this game will be. KJ Osborne, Darnell Mooney. Uh... CJ Ham, CJ Ham, like Jimmy Graham, like I don't fucking know, dude. It's gonna Jimmy be wild. Jimmy Graham and CJ Ham. <laughs> so, and we're gonna get this in a double header, like on a two game slate. We're gonna get this COVID game and Minnesota <laughs> Chicago. Like this, like I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have so much agonizing fun with this game, like with this like two game slate. Oh my god. God, so. It's like this is a day off for me, and these are the games I get. But <laughs> two bad games together, you get one good game, right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, double negative. Double. Um, <laughs> yeah. So next rule, we can uh, go up on a Tuesday. We've got the Seahawks at Rams and the Washington football team at Philly. We can start with Seahawks and Rams. Um, a lot depends on if they're able to get Lockett back, right? Like, Yeah, that's pretty big. So... What's, what's your kind of, like, I mean, and the Rams, too, like, we don't know about Henderson. Like, will they get Odell back? They're like, and will they get Higby back or Ramsey? There's a lot to it. Um, another game was kind of tough to fully break down, but, you know, like, where, where are you at in either situational or, like, regardless? I think it's almost impossible for Odell to play. I He's not vaccinated, right? He was one of those, like... It's a mutual respect thing. COVID's not going to come for me, and I'm not going to come for COVID. And then he got it. I'm pretty sure he's not vaccinated. I, I have no clue. I mean, I could see that, but I don't know for sure. Um, yeah, no, he's not playing uh, at the moment. <laughs> we'll no longer play against the Seahawks Sunday, so that's old news. But, oh, no. Yeah, he's not playing. <laughs> Same for Henderson, it looks like. Yeah, I think Henderson's, like, hurt, too, so... <laughs> See, I don't know if Henderson's also on the COVID list or if he's just hurt or what. Because, like, Kareem Hunt is hurt and on the COVID list. But I'm wondering, if, I think if they get Ramsey back, that's the big thing. Yeah, like, if they got Ramsey back and the Seahawks didn't get Lockett back, like, that would be, you know, a huge swing. Again, like, Cooper Cup, good. Yeah. DK Metcalf, good. good. Like, aside from that, we don't know much. Like, I probably, probably Sony Michelle, good. Like, honestly, Sony Michelle. If it was no Henderson, would be like huge against the Seahawks. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, so. this is another one. We gotta wait. There's a lot of people out in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Half the half the teams. Yeah, there aren't a lot of scenarios where I don't pick the Rams though. The only scenario I don't pick the Rams is if Ramsey is out, Henderson is out, uh, Odell is out, and Lockett comes back in. Yeah, if yeah, if it goes like fully in favor of Seahawks, if Rams get fucked, yep, then maybe. But even then, the Rams have been on a roll. Then, like Cup, Van, Sony, like Stafford, like that might be like and like the O line too, like that might be enough. And the defense, like. Man, Seattle's just been so fucking weird. I don't know. I think that's a tough part, too. Yeah. But again, like, this will be... Thankfully, on a Tuesday where you can look into it a little bit. Monday night during the games, you probably won't be watching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one's tough, like, as if you've got, like, some of these guys. It's kind of hard to decide. But, like, I I would... If you've got someone on the COVID list, I would err on the side of caution and assume you won't have them. Right. But... Moving on, we've got Washington at Philly. This game got postponed, but I believe because of Washington, right? Um, so Washington, so Kyle Allen is already on the COVID list. Um, now Heineke's on the COVID list, which I'm assuming he's not vaccinated, given he wore a Joe Rogan sweatshirt to a presser. <laughs> that, and that's he's, he's no known, known conservative Taylor Heineke. Like I, yeah, like there's enough to lead me to believe he's not vaccinated. Um, the biggest news story here is do yourself a favor, go on ESPN and look at the quarterback starting for Washington. His name is Garrett Gilbert. And you tell me that is not Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones combined. They, that is a spitting image. If you did that Photoshop thing where you put both faces over each yeah, other, the and baby make, thing. make them both like a little translucent. So they merge. That's what you're looking at. I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, because it was going to be uh, Shermer, but yeah. I think they're going to start Garrett Gilbert. So it's either Kyle Shermer or Garrett Gilbert unless they get, like, Kyle Allen back. Right. They get Kyle, Kyle Allen back, they have a shot. Yeah, because he went on the list Wednesday. So, like, if he's vaxxed and gets enough negatives, he could play, but probably, like... That weak turnaround is so tough for them to get, so they're probably just fucked. Yeah, um, a bunch assume, of these are saying he's not going to play either. Yeah, like oh, we haven't man. seen we haven't seen McKissick practice. I don't know if Chris Samuel's practice. McLaurin might be back from concussion protocol, but again, like they just they're just decimated, and I don't know who they'll have back. So we're taking Philly. Yep. Um, I think Philly's got everybody. Well, their their only concern is just Jalen Hurts. Their only concern is being Philly. Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> So Jalen Hurts got in a full hurt. practice Friday, by the way. Right. I think and limited he'll... Thursday. I think yeah, I think we'll go. But like, if you're Philly, do you consider giving him more time given Washington's situation? Uh, if that he's might, good to go, too... he's good to go, yeah. but I also would take him out early. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like that de- definitely short leash on if they get super ahead. Yeah. Um But Philly's pretty healthy. Um, yeah, which is hilarious. All things considered. No, Philly's rolling, and it's hilarious because they're probably going to make the fucking playoffs at this rate. <laughs> I thought they were going to suck this year. They've been a way better than I anticipated. Jalen Hurts has gotten a lot better over the course of the season, too. Mm-hmm. And then Gardner Minshew. I mean, he's got that magic, man. It's Gardner right. Minshew. Gosh. Um, you get pregnant yeah. just talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> he did love Dallas Carter, like you, like you called. So. But in terms of the Philly side, since we can talk about that, if we're assuming, you know, Try to stay away from Washington. On the Philly side, you know, Goddard, of course, hurts if he plays. Any any other interest? 
Um, probably not gonna go. I just, I, I, there's no week I can ever be confident in Miles Sanders because of their running situation. But I do like Goddard and I like Devontae Smith. Um, Uh Quez Watkins looks like he'll be out. That's kind of their only guy missing. So I guess just pile on the, uh, pile on Smith there and, and Rager maybe, but that's, yeah, mostly Goddard. Mostly hurts. I, I think, I think a lot about uh, the Eagles taking Rigor over Justin. Ch- ah, isn't it great? And also That's taking nice. JJ Arthago Whiteside over DK. Yeah, a, a lot of shitty guys. Went ahead <laughs> <of> DK Metcalf. <laughs> That's true. There were a lot of shitty ones. There, there yeah. were a lot of bad picks. Because he was 2019, right? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Andy Isabella went before him. I fucking knew that one, yeah. Um, Paris Campbell went before him, but he's just been hurt the whole time. But still not good. Yeah. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Nicole Hardman. The Bengals took Drew Sample over. Can you imagine if the Chiefs had D.K. Metcalf? Yeah. A.J. Brown went before him, but that, you know, obviously was good. Right. He was my favorite receiver that year. Yeah. And then it was Debo, I believe. I think it yeah, was A.J. Brown and then Debo and D.K. Yeah. They, both, they all went the second. Uh, Nikhil Harry, end of the first. Oh, so yeah. that's probably my proudest moment, even though, you know, I hate, I don't like to be right about people being busts, but I really was down on Nikhil Harry. We were not, we were not Nikhil Harry, guys. No, I actually, he was, a lot of people had him in their top three and I had him down, 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 out, outside of my top. Yeah, I don't know why people. Oh, Bill is so good at drafting. I mean, <laughs> just... fucking Bill, man, <laughs> but. Anyway, that I don't I don't even want to say wraps up because it's not even wrapped up. That, that just that concludes, right? It, um, because there's a lot that's spilling over from COVID fucking everything up. Yep, your fantasy is gonna have to just you're gonna have to do this all weekend. Yep, and it's you know league commission decision on how to handle it. Um, you know every league's gonna differ. It's just gonna it's not gonna be fun for anyone. It's not fun for your commish to deal with it either. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you for tuning in to Mozzie and the Muscle. Um, you can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com. Um, I, I mean, I'll be traveling, but like, I'll probably have free time because, like, you know, visiting newborn. So, gonna yeah. be some sitting around time. So, you may see an article uh, coming up sometime Ooh. soon. Um, so the last like two or three weeks, I've been starting them, and then so much shit has happened on Saturday and Sunday that it's fucked everything up, and I haven't published it. <laughs> right. So you know, big bummer there. But um, yep, mozzieandthemuscle.com, and then Twitter, TikTok, Mozzie and Muscle, and you're here, so you know where to find us uh, to listen. But thank you for tuning in, and we will uh, be back not next week, given travel, but the week after we will be back.